When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the time machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Um, Becca was just eating chicken tenders, and now I'm wondering, <laughs> where'd you get them from? This place called Outlanders that's near my parents' house. Is it good? It's great. It's like a family place. Really? Is it? Remember that? Um, when I came to Tennessee, and I was um visiting my sister. And you came up, and we had that. We went to that like local like dive. Yeah, we did. Bar. That was the that place is good. I will not tell a lie. I I love a good local place. Yeah, me too. With Support some fried your local pickles. Businesses. Come on, fried pickles. Come on, fried pickles. I love like every Lose time first... I have gone out somewhere to eat with you, we have gotten fried pickles. I it's a must. Mm-hmm. It's a must. There's this place in if you go to downtown Nashville. If anyone goes there, there's this place called Ripley's. It's right across from Bridgestone Arena, um, right on Broadway, if you ever go. And they have a fried pickle spears. Spears. Instead of like, usually it's like in little like Chips, cuts. Yeah. This one's like, yeah, this is like a fried pickle spear. I used to go there all every time my family came to visit me when I lived in Nashville. Because they would like to do like the touristy stuff. And it's right there on Broadway. I um, like the honky tonks and stuff, and we'd always go. Woo! The first time I was introduced to fried pickles was when I was watching Jersey Shore. <laughs> I always forget because I wasn't like imbued in the Jersey Shore culture at the time that it was happening. I kind of started watching it, I think, with y'all in, in college. And I remember, and I remember it's like one of the episodes, or maybe second season, uh, a uh, first couple episodes is them driving to the Jersey Shore, and they're stopping on road trips. Like it's a road trip episode or whatever. And uh, Snooky stops somewhere, and she notices there's fried pickles because you know her favorite thing. She loved pickles. Yeah. And she got fried pickles on the menu. And ever since then, I was like, I love. I want to get some fried pickles. <laughs> I love fried pickles. That's Ooh, the Jersey Shore. I love me some fried. So if you, it is true. If there are fried pickles on the menu, I will contemplate getting them. I just can't help it. I love how I can't help it. In college, we always quoted that scene where she was like, Snooki was writing the letter on her computer, where she was like, "Oh, this is so bad. <laughs> this is so bad, dear Ron. No, dear Sammy. If you love the podcast, um, it wouldn't be bad if you go to Apple Podcasts and write us a review, or go to Spotify and rate us five stars, or I mean, whatever you see fit to <laughs> right, <laughs> to rate whatever. us as you're listening. If you're a new listener, or if you're an old listener that just hasn't done it yet. Also, I would like to point out, uh, if you visit our Instagram page, there is a highlight there of ways that you can support 
SAG-AFTRA and the WGA during the strikes that are going on. Yeah, yeah. All, all good things that Becca just yeah. mentioned. I just want to show our support. Um, yeah, of course. So usually this is around the time that we do Disney 4 on one um, And this is one of the rare times when we don't have any stories uh, on the day we're recording. So... I make we may cut this out of the audio, but let's play a game. Okay, I'm going to think of a character, and you can only edit, and let's make it theme. Let's make it Disney Channel character, and you can only ask me yes or no questions. Okay. And so that, and so I'm going to lead you to the character. Um, and if you are listening, play along to see if you get it um faster than Becca can. Okay. Um. All right. Let me get the character. I got it. All right. Um, is this character from a Disney Channel show? No. Are they from a DCOM? Yes. Are they a main character in the DCOM? No. Is it, is it an adult? Yes. Is it the teacher from Get a Clue? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Is it from our childhood, like what we grew up with? Oh, yeah. Um, is this a standalone decom or a, like a, a franchise decom? Um, franchise. franchise. Okay. Is it Miss Darbus? Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> You're a closest teacher. Ah, a little fun little thing just to, you know. In case no Disney World One stories, that's your four one one. I would just generally expect in the coming weeks, as the strike is going on, that our four one one intake will very much slow down because a lot of our intake, uh, a lot of our stories come from the stars saying things in the press, and obviously a lot of those people can't do press right now. So if the musicians are speaking, I'm sure we'll hear a lot about them. But <laughs> right, right. Um, so this may be time to report on. Uh, Disney stars we never usually report on. So we'll see we'll never, what happens. We'll see. And that's all. Let's just let's just get into the episode, shall let's we? Let's do it. So we are ending July with a little bit of fun. We're snooping around. We're trying to solve a mystery of what to do with the last week of the month. And we decided, because we haven't really covered anything with Lindsay Lohan at the forefront on the pod yet. And obviously Lindsay Lohan is a huge staple of Disney history. And so today we are talking about the DCOM Get a Clue. Yes. Get a Clue premiered June 28th, 2002. And just like Becca said, it of course starred Lindsay Lohan. Um, but we got some good supporting cast uh, of Disney Channel icon. Of course. Brenda Song plays the best friend. Uh, Jen, we have also playing uh, Lindsay's, you know, uh, foil turn enemies to lovers, I guess you mm-hmm. should say. Um, playing Jack, we have Bug Hall, aka Alfalfa from the Little Rascals movie. <laughs> he looks uh, familiar. I, yeah, so this was about Little Rascals came out in 1994, and this movie came out in 2002, so uh, like seven, seven ish years. Oh. Um, not him being in Honey, We Shrunk that. Ourselves. I do. <laughs> yes, he is the guy. If you remember Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, he has. Um, I don't remember, but I want to say like low blood sugar or something, and he faints, <gasps> and they have to like feed him bananas. Remember him? I I used to. So this is a 
this might be a hot take and I think I need to go back and like revisit the movies and see if this still holds up. But when I was younger, I firmly believed that Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves was a better movie than Honey, We Shrunk the Kids. Honey, We, Sh- Honey, we Shrunk Ourselves, I always remember from the trailers yeah. in the Disney movie and, and the rent dressing on the um, Ruffles tri- chips or the, the dip. I always remember Did you ever that. watch the third one? As clear as day. The Honey, the I one? Blew Up the Isn't Kid? That, is, that, no, that's the second one. What? Yeah, it's honey. I, we shrunk, honey. We shrunk the kids. Honey, we blew up the kids, and then honey, we shrunk ourselves. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm foolish. You are foolish. I'm glad you got a clue. <laughs> um. So you want a little bit uh, background of Get a Clue? Yes. So Get a Clue was Lindsay's third Disney movie, part of a three movie deal. Uh. So the first one was Parent Trap. Life size, and this ended the three movie Disney deal with Get a Clue. And then, but of course, she did more Disney movies after that. But these were the first three initial um, movies under her contract. So this was kind of the the TV the the start of Lindsay Lohan's Disney career. It's weird and that it only off with, one of them is a decal. Well, one is obviously theatrical release. The second one, Life Size, was part of um, the Wonderful World of Disney, which is ABC. And then this is a decom, but so but Life Size and Parent Trap, Life Size aired on Disney Channel all oh, the time. Yeah. Same with Parent Trap. Uh, so and there's an also a, if you bought the DVD, there's an alternate ending. <gasps> who they and they changed to like very Clue, um, ish where you can choose your own adventure, uh, where you can play the alternate ending and someone else um, is guilty and a different character uh, has a different motivation at the end. So that was interesting. Um, what do you remember about Get a Clue? The song. Or do you remember watching this? <laughs> Get a Clue. Oh, it's really... Oh, Get a Clue. Yeah. The song, the theme song. Funny you should say that because the song is originally by a band called Prozac. Mm-hmm. Um, and they appeared in the film and the music video was shown to Disney Channel. The name of the band was changed to Simon and Milo. The characters depicted in the music video, so their band name would not be associated with drugs. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I had a like one of the Radio Disney Jams CDs that I got at a Goodwill mm-hmm. in high school because it had "Hey Juliet" by LMNT on it, which is one of the best tracks uh, ever to hit the airwaves. The airwaves. Why are you, you're staring at me like you hate that song, and I know you love it. No, I'm just saying uh, uh, "Hey Juliet" by LMNT. Every time I think of it, I think of me and my family's Disney World trip. And every time we got in the car, it played like every five minutes on Radio Disney. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. I, I, I know a little LMNT overexposure can be too much, but just the right amount. Um, mm-hmm. And Get a Clue was on that CD. And I remember being like, who is Simon and Milo? Yeah. Great and song, though. It's a banger. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, like you, I remember this movie for the song. And for the, I don't remember the fashion, but I remember it being a big deal. Why are you covering your mouth? (laughs) I am looking at the track list of this Radio Disney Jams CD that I once had. And I I would never listen past a certain point. And I'm realizing that Jump 5's cover of God Bless the USA was on that CD. It was number one on Radio Disney, baby. There was also a Dream Street song, which is famously the band that Jesse McCartney used to be a part of. 
There's a uh-huh. three LW song. Kryptonite by Three Doors Down is on there, which is such a bizarre choice. Both Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, Aaron Carter, Baja Men, LMNT, A-Teens, and then Christina Milian with the Call Me, Beat Me, the KP theme. What it was volume that? five, CD? if you're curious. Oh, God. What's volume one? What's volume one? That seems so early. Don't, I, we could talk about that <laughs> another time. It's got Hakuna Matata on it and a song called Yoda by Weird Al Yankovic. So they started in a rough spot. Well, that's... Well, it's so funny that Akuna Matata is on Radio Disney Jams because Akuna Matata is name dropped in this movie. <laughs> clue. Um, so I don't really remember this movie a lot. I don't remember this was not one of the DCOMs that I sat down and watched all the time. For sure. This wasn't one I, I sat think down it's because... and watched all the time either. I think I remember seeing like the ending a couple of times. I remember the commercials. I remember all of that. But I think it's because as a kid mysteries i checked out mm. like mentally just because i couldn't keep up with what was happening you were a mary kate I'm national like, mystery kid my sister was mm. but i think i i don't know i just think it's sometimes for me the mysteries like this especially as i mean this was 2002 yeah. so i was very young i was like seven uh so i just kind of like couldn't follow it i was like wait so who Took the ten million dollars. <laughs> this does get. Very I was. St- I will say intense. I, I, I will say. I. I will say. I still had to look up what really happened to the ten million dollars because I was still very confused. By I know. I for a decom. What happened with the ten million? Like for this to be a decom for the intended audience to be so young, there are a lot of wires crossed. There's a lot of storylines. There were times I felt like that picture of Charlie from It's Always Sunny in front of the wire board. You know where he's like. <laughs> that yeah. One. It. They really are forcing us to get all the clues. I also love to, uh, that nine years after Get a Clue in Lemonade Mouth, we have a main character's father in prison and they, they dance around saying what crime he did. They're just like, oh, he just made a bad decision. But back in the 2000s, they were like, embezzlement, fraud, murder. <laughs> they'll they'll say yeah. it all. He may be dead. <laughs> there's a there's a car in the ocean. This this is it's, like an intense movie at points. This is it's very the vibe is I guess the fashion you could the vibe is clueless from the nineties is very mm-hmm. like that. Um, I would say this movie is clueless meets Nancy Drew. Meets is a good some movie. I don't like. The at I the adults' performances in this are all either like community theater turned up to eleven or like going for a best supporting actress nom. And only one person is going for a best supporting actress. We will get to it because she steals every scene, but not in the way that you that that is supposed to be used. Uh, she steals it by it's very distracting how hard she is acting. And acting like the teacher, the roof down. The teacher is played by um, Amanda Plummer, who is like a notable. We're talking about we're talking about the woman teacher, Miss Dawson. Dawson. She has the short haircut. She's notably like a crazy woman in like every film that she's in. If you haven't, if you don't recognize and her she... from Get a Clue, you might recognize her from the opening scene of Pulp Fiction or as Wireless from Catching Fire, the Hunger Games sequel. If you're a Robin Williams deep cut lover like me, you might also know her from the movie The Fisher King. Which, when I saw her face, I was like, also, "No!" 
<laughs> she also won a Tony. Yeah, she did. Award. So she's a prestigious actor. And she's keeping that title in this movie while everyone else is just doing their Disney Channel thing. So it's very, very funny. The villain and um, the detective well, with the mustache were also both like hamming it up. Well, Mr. Meanie, uh, the guy without the mustache, that is Charles Shaughnessy from The Nanny. He played Mr. Shaughnessy. Are you serious? Yeah, the British guy. <laughs> and... <laughs> This is not his first, this is not his, he, he, this is not his only foray into Disney Channel original movies. He played the vampire and mom's got a date with a vampire. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Are you embezzling money? (laughs) Are you going by another name again? Meanie? Mm -hmm. Like, God, what? (laughs) The, and then I don't even want to talk. We'll get into it because I think this is the perfect time to segue into the mm-hmm. plot. But I can't wait to talk about um, Mr. M- Mr. Walker's mother. Oh my God, a queen <laughs> who who is not Penny Marshall. <laughs> That's what I thought it was at first. I was like, they got Penny Marshall for this? <laughs> not quite. Or it's not quite. So we open up, of course, on the hit song "Get a Clue." by the artist formerly known as Prozac, and we get establishing shots of New York, which makes me think, it looks like the same intro that the Cheater Girls has. Mm-hmm. It could definitely be set in the same universe. Nothing too crazy happened in well, either. Well, the Cheetahs are cheating. These um, girls across town are solving a murder. <laughs> um, points to this decom for not having Times New Roman as the credits. <laughs> I did make note mm-hmm. of that. Um, but yeah, it's just it's opening shots of New York so we know where we are. And then we get shots of Lindsay Lohan's character's Lexi's uh, room. And there's a gigantic shoe chair. <laughs> and this is just, you're limited to justice. It's the most 2000s, like pink and green and purple thing. The color palette of this film, too, like before, later on in the movie, they start bringing in like more blacks and muted colors but in the very first scene when they all get to school everyone in that room is in brightly colored colored clothing well this is when i feel like fashion in the early 2000s this is like early 2000s late 90s was very inspired by 70s wardrobe. but where are the goths are the goths banned from that school like you're telling me not a They're single like, person oh. wore black that day no um Everyone has to wear purple, pink, yellow, green. And everyone has to wearing black, get on gray, a call with their best friend before school and confirm the outfit that they're wearing. That was too much. Come on. Me. Her fuzzy computer, though? It was a sleigh. Her, everything and her fuzzy headphones? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so Lindsay, Lexi, Lexi Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lindsay Lohan um, wakes up and she has a video call with Brenda Song. And they're putting together the outfits. And that, I guess, was the original FaceTime, the original Zoom call. I guess. But that's just too, that's just too early. That's probably at least 7 a.m. you rolling out of bed and getting on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> One thing I love and about they, they have Lexi Lohan, um, the character Lexi, is that she is so to the she point... Does- she doesn't like sugarcoat anything. Blunt? Blunt, yes. She just like she says what she means 
And there are multiple times in this movie where she basically tells someone that their outfit is ugly or that they need to alter their appearance because they're not pleasant to look at. <laughs> like right off the bat, Brenda Song holds up an outfit and she's like, how do you feel about this? And it's kind of cute. And Lexi goes, don't care much for that one. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what she likes. And, and then on the opposite end, Lindsay Lohan pulls up her outfit and Brenda Song goes, Trey cute. She says three words. Fab, you, lus. It was lus. so London Tifton coded the way she delivered that line. This is very close, closest to London yeah, Tifton. Yeah, it Brenda definitely Song's is. She's a, she's a rich Channel girl journey. with fashion. And it's funny because I was looking up promos just to see kind of like how they promoted it. And the original promo just had it as like and starring Parent Traps, Lindsay Lohan. Right. And then in the re-airings, it says starring Lindsay Lohan and Brenda Song. Ooh. She so got her flowers. So by the time the re-airings, but yeah, by the time the re-airings started, they promoted this movie as Lindsay Lohan and Brenda Damn. Song, which I thought Where was, was very Where was Bug Halls mentioned? <laughs> and Little Rascal's Bug <laughs> Halls. He bugging out. So this is, so they have the outfits um, established, and then we go into the kitchen. And Lexi is eating breakfast with her mom, dad, and little sister. And this is when we establish, oh, everyone in this movie is rich, rich. Mm-hmm. We find out later that <laughs> everyone is very uh, Lexi's family has rented the whole floor of the building that they live on. It's very, like, classic architecture, like, big, sweeping. I mean, they live on the Upper East Side. New York representation in this movie. Did you love that? Movie. Did you feel like it. you were home? Um, <laughs> no, because I don't live in a very rich, 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 rich apartment where I have the entire I love how um, Bug Hall's character, too, like, sometimes he's like, well, what's the problem? And he's, like, super New, <laughs> New York-y accented. Yeah, and the actor's from Texas. So, <laughs> and Bug Hall's accent in this film kind of, it depends <laughs> on if he can hit it the depends words. depends on the scene. Which is fair. <laughs> Depends on the scene, depends on the motivation. Because his character's from Brooklyn, which we find out yeah, later when we're, we go to this house. we're at breakfast. They have a but maid and, like, a cook that serves them. They have them. a maid, and, and, and uh, Lexi goes, is the bacon crispy the way I like it? <laughs> Damn. And the maid is like, yes, it's I... like burned croquettes. Like, she's sick of her. Do you know who else uh, someone is sick of? Is Lindsay Lohan would not, uh, Lexi Lohan <laughs> would not spit on her movie sister if she was her, on fire <laughs> her little sister taylor that is the she's vibe. like the weird kid which is not which is not jeanette mccurdy which i thought it was <laughs> at first she does give off that vibe like of a young jeanette mccurdy but she's the, giving off i think because this came out in 2002 and spy kids was a massive hit the year prior something in my gut is telling me that like this spy gear kid is like a little a little judy cortez coded it is the classic and we we hammer home the fact of this later in the movie, but that the little sister and like all Disney little siblings, they are very smart and very yeah. tech. And they're like really and... weirdly into yeah. one thing. Mm-hmm. Which will come in handy mm-hmm. later. Uh, but but Lindsay, what are, I'm going to call her Lindsay Lohan and Lexi. Just <laughs> see, they should they should have just named her Lindsay. Lindsay, Lexi, uh, they're too on. close, that is, and they did spell it L E X Y too. Like they didn't even give her an I. Yeah, it's too close. It's too close. 
Um, so Lexi's mom is going out of town. And we never see her again. And we never see her again, which I don't understand why she was written out. Yeah, the, it could have just been the dad at the table and been like, so since mom is on the business trip, like the mom just gets a scene yeah. and she's like, ugh, be nice to your sister. And then she stands up and is like, well, I have to go. <laughs> that actress was not giving. Yeah, well, she was probably plucked out from the streets. Like, hey, can you just like, we need a, we need an actress to establish that there's a mom here. Um, but we find out that uh, Lexi's dad is a reporter, which is why I'm assuming Lexi is also a reporter mm-hmm. um, at her high school or middle school. I'm not really I'm not sure, sure either where they. I'm, I'm assuming high, she has to be it's at least It's just called grade, Millington. It's not called like middle school or high school. It's just called Millington. And we know that they have to pay a tuition to go. So maybe it's just like a cash-all school. Yeah. She, Lexi's at least 14. Mm-hmm. 13, 14. Um, but uh, Lexi's article for the school paper, she submitted it for the New York Times or the New York Post. <laughs> and uh, it got printed. And it got... <laughs> It got printed, which I thought I skipped like 20 minutes into the movie when this happened. Because like, they're like, oh, Lexi, looks like your article got, got uh, posted in the New York Post or New York Times. I said, wait, did I miss? <laughs> because it's a picture of the two, the two teachers that I remember that are integral to yeah. the plot. So that's why I thought, oh, did I already miss the scene where she's spying on them? Um, but no, uh, so... Lexi used her little sister's spy gear to take a picture of her teachers, and she calls it a human interest piece, but everyone is saying it's, it's just gossip. a gossip The column. sister goes like, oh, gossip! gossip. <coughs> and of course, because Lexi has integrity, she's like, it's a human interest piece. Because I think it's just about how she discovers that they had like a, like a relationship. Okay, well, next time I talk shit on. about someone and I get caught, I'm going to say I was just writing a human interest piece. This is just Lindsay Lohan's human interest piece. Or when I piece. subtweet. No, it's just a human interest piece. Me when I lie. <laughs> Me when I lie. It's just a human interest piece. But it is gossip. It is. And some uh, of the people but- at school are calling her out on that. Of course, it's not an early teen Lindsay Lohan movie if you don't have a shot of her walking down the hallway into school and everyone coming up to her. Okay, <laughs> I'm so glad we talked about this. But before we get into that, the school establishing stuff, the parents, when they were leaving, mm-hmm each other they gave me a really weird vibe i know <laughs> so i think like it was just really weird uh, i don't know what was happening but now it's established that we find out that lexi is works on her school newspaper and she does the advice column and of course her human interest piece in quote got picked up by the new york post or new york times or wherever it is and now that and she goes to school the next day or that later that um day and everyone and the whole school's a buzz yeah. But we also get establishing shots of everyone walking into school. And this is definitely post, post uh, cell phones blowing up because every shot is a kid having cell phones. And I was like, oh, we are rich. We are in the rich, rich, they rich, They have rich, pagers rich, too, though, because uh, there's a scene here. where Lindsay Lohan pages Brenda Song and she's like, oh, she's paging us. Yeah. So this is like very like kids are crazy with their technology nowadays. But, Becca, you are right. It's not a Lindsay Lohan movie if she's not walking in the halls and everyone is Staring. saying hi to her. And she's narrating while it happens. So, and she doesn't, like, narrate this is, that much more throughout the film, except for this, like, first scene and then a little bit later. Like, literally, everyone's like, hey, Lexi, hey, Lexi. So this is what I want to talk about real quick. 
Lindsay Lohan, like, at this time, the, the big teen actresses were Lindsay Lohan and Hilary Duff, right? And they were both on Disney. I think the difference between Lindsay Lohan and Hilary Duff are... Hilary Duff was the girl next door, mm-hmm. right? Her characters were always wanting to be popular. They were always tripping over their own two feet. You know, yeah. didn't lack a lot of uh, confidence. But Lindsay was usually like... Um, or didn't have a lot of confidence. If Lindsay wasn't the it girl right out of the gate, like she becomes the it girl. That's what I'm saying. I think Lindsay Lohan was the cool mm-hmm. girl. And so those were like... Hilary Duff was Disney's girl next door. Lindsay Lohan was Disney's cool girl. Like, Hallie from The Parent Trap Ugh, is a cool girl. Coolest. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so, that's, and I think another thing that sets, a, sets Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan apart is you would have to watch Hilary Duff on the small screen. Lindsay Lohan, you had to, except, except for her first, like, two Disney, like, two Disney projects, everything else that she was Disney, you had yeah, to go you to had the to big buy a ticket. So, I think, yeah, so their, their vibes are definitely, Lindsay Lohan gives off the cool yeah. girl, and Hilary Duff Somebody, gives off the girl that's in, in the back of the In this first scene, when they're having those, like, people come up to her and, like, saying things about the article and being like, congrats, Lexi, hi, Lexi, somebody says, you shine, Lexi. Yeah, so I would be gassed up, and I think Lexi is, ego is a little bit big. She is, but. this whole movie. Mr. But Bug Hall. If you were 14 and every pays her no attention. Mr. Bug Hall has to come up and say that he thinks it's just a gossip piece and he is not not a fan. With his his haircut is wild. And to his me. blue blue I, eyes. My mom definitely had Bug Hall's haircut. Your mom? <laughs> like like where it flipped out on the side. Oh, his name is Jack Downey. He's the um the editor of the school newspaper. We need to talk about Brenda Song's hat. Her red bucket uh, hat? Bucket hat. She skinned Elmo, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is the hat that she's wearing. I liked most of R. the fits in this movie. But Le- Lexi has the gall to go up to one of the teachers that was in her gossip article. It's like, oh, hey, Mr. Walker. And she's like, he's like, oh, hey, Lexi. <laughs> Even though. And then we get a teacher, which is turns out to be possibly suspect number one. Oh, the uh, Mister, like con- the enforcer lady, right? Yeah, Ms. Stern and Mister Walker go into the office and they have a talk, and and that makes Le- Lexi has like clock sounds like oh that's weird. I love how they have um, why would they <laughs> the Stern character's last name is Stern, and the mean character's last name is Meanie. Because there's so many like twists and turns, we have to keep some things very. Um, <laughs> Why didn't obvious. they just name Lindsay Lohan's character like Rhea Porter or something? <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Downey would uh, be like Brooklyn, a... or Brooklyn. like Brooks Lynn. <laughs> That's street tough. That's street. That is street tough. And I'm a Richie reporter. <laughs> Come over here, Richina. And so, finally, we get into the class that is taught by Miss Dawson. Dawson. She and <laughs> right out of this the gate, teacher is wild. Right out of the gate, she, she had... goes hello. <laughs> her hello. <laughs> like 
her wet hair, her spider bangs. It's just every line delivery, this actress is on the verge of tears. I know. Also, the fact that every one of her classes that we see her teach is just a career day speaker. So it's like she's like, hello, this is who will be speaking. And then she sits down and doesn't ever teach. And Miss Dawson is the other teacher that is involved with Mr. Mm -hmm. Walker. So they're the two teachers that are on the forefront of this article that is now on like public today, newspaper about their for, kind of for foreshadowing affair. of the way that the story is about to go. We have a um a CIA operative in class that day as the the speaker for career day and she starts getting emotional. <laughs> and Lindsay's like, "Hmm, CIA. That sounds fun." But she's like, "I'm never yeah, home. The, the there's my cat." Yeah, and Lexi's looking at her like there's okay. like a long Let me never be a part zoom of this in guy. on Lindsay Lohan. Did you see their desks? They're tiny, tiny no. little desks. The budget went to the clothes. The budget clearly went to them having their own cubicles in the school newspaper office. Their school newspaper operation is They wild. have their own decorated cubicles. They work for like the Daily Planet from I Superman know. or something. I know. Like, what's your wage? 15 an hour? Like... Like, Lois Lane is about to appear, like, in the next scene. <laughs> Lois Lane is like, do you guys need anything? Coffee? Yeah, coffee, anything. Make sure you get a uh, write-up on that new superhero that's <laughs> flying around town. But this is when we're, uh, what's the, the, the newspaper teacher? I, f- I forget his name. Mr. Goldblum. Yeah, Mr. Goldblum. Um, and... They gather around, and the the head of the newspaper, high school newspaper, school newspaper, whatever you like to say, is Jack. And the reason why Lexi um, submitted her human interest piece to the New York Post was because Jack wouldn't let her put it in the school newspaper. So now we're already like, because they because they congratulate Lexi yeah. on it being that's in the just paper. so funny though that like and you wouldn't let it in the school newspaper so she takes it to the New York Post and the New York Post is like and they're like huh. <laughs> they're like what's your what's your credentials or just the fact Home that ec- they think it's like on. a good enough story about two teachers at this random school maybe dating that the New York Post and runs it's in. not even and it's and it's not even like. One of them is married, which I thought was the yeah, case. Yeah, it's literally just but they're that both they single, are... <laughs> both single teachers, and Lexi saw them having a conversation about their that. Relationship must have in the been hallway. the most like powerfully written paragraph in all of history for that to make the the newspaper like that. In all caps, you wouldn't <laughs> believe what I saw. There's this one character who is such a kiss up to Lexi's character. Uh, Lindsay Lohan's character. She has pigtails. Every time she's like, way to go, Lexi. Wait, step off. Her best friend is already Brenda Song. You will never be Brenda Song. So we already have the power struggle between Jack and Lexi. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jack keeps dogging on Lexi's article. And Lexi's like, well, I'm sorry you can't make it in the New York Post. Because uh, she wants to be an investigative journalist, just like her dad. Um, and then, That's the of course, scene where Bug Hall's New York accent really jumps out. It jumps out, and then it kind of like trails back in. 
it sits down, jumps out whenever he can really like grasp, um, which is fair. Then we get the dialect coach. We get to the drama of the first part of this. Yeah, so Lexi is walking in the hallway, and on the stairwell, she notices Mr. Dawson. No, Miss Dawson and Mr. Walker are having a very intense conversation. And this is when the actress playing Miss Dawson is acting her heart she out. She's literally like, her eyes are if you wa- played this clip her eye, in a Best yeah. Supporting Actress montage, I would be like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, Miss Dawson and get a clue. This is the <laughs> clip they would use. Meryl Streep and Sophie's <laughs> Choice. Um, she, her eyes are watering. Her nose is running. She's like, I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, she is great. It's insane. And then there's, like, later on, he, he's, like, semi-breaking up with her. He's like, I don't love you. And I yeah. think we find out later that it's to, like, protect her from what's going on with him. But he's mm-hmm. like, I don't love you. Like, what's there to understand? And she gets, like, she, like, turns away and does this snivelly thing. She's like, when I pass you in these halls, you won't see me. <laughs> There's not room at this school for the two of us. One of us has to leave. And it's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you, you remember, you know that old 80s movie, Fatal Attraction, yeah. Glenn Close? <laughs> She's very, it's like that, which should not be in a no. decom. <laughs> also, how long have they been dating? I would say. Because the way she's acting, it's least... like they'd been together for like two years. I mean, it could be a year. It's never established how long they've been dating. True. It's just been established that Lindsay, that Lindsay Lohan's character got a pick of them, and now it's all over. It's the big talk of the New York streets, apparently. <laughs> like, did you hear about that guy that got arrested in, the- in Times Square? Never mind that. Did you hear about the two teachers that are in love? And they're single? <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and so later that... And so. Lexi just has a weird, obviously a weird yeah, vibe after that conversation. And then she is having a conversation with her dad later that night, just about, you know, was it too much to put this, to put the teachers on blast in the newspaper, you know? And the dad gives her like, you know what? It's just, you have to, it gives her some journalism jargon that went above my head and good advice. Yeah. About as long as you're doing it in good conscience and not, tr- you know, just that kind of stuff. She's like, mm, okay. Uh, and then they, she goes to sleep and then she wakes up the next day. And now Mr. Walker has gone Before missing. they wake her up, you just see this very slow, dramatic shot of a car being pulled slowly up out of a river and a bunch of like police and news reporters there. Which is insane. And it's, it's, it's really, it's an insane shot for a Disney Channel it's movie. insane. And then the dad comes in to wake her up and he's like, hey, you need to wake up. I have some news and it's not great. <laughs> like, it's uh-huh. 6 a.m. Dribble on her mouth. I can't imagine being woken up yeah, that way. And s- Mr. Walker's car was, was found but in the river. But they didn't find him. And Mr. And... That's when, and she's like, she's shocked. Well, yeah. Obviously, wouldn't you be? And um, that's when she calls Brenda Song's character. And Brenda Song apparently sleeps in her little headset. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she's just ready to take a call. And that would hurt. 
And she informs Brenda Song's character about what happened. No. And the next day, everyone's assuming he's they dead. They are. And the dad is like, they have a team out searching, but there was a really strong current. So he, they basically were just like, he probably didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Later that day at school, because everything is a fashion statement. Uh, Lindsay Lohan's character and Brendan Song's character are dressed in all black because they're and they're eating. They're and they do gobbling in these fits. They do that slow mo shot of them walking into the hallway. Oh, there's so many slow mo like outfit reveals in this movie. (gasps) Do you know who we forgot to mention? Who plays a big part in the gang? Gabe and and the crew. Gabe. Well, we forgot to mention Gabe. He was annoying to me. I didn't care for him. Gabe is just this other friend they have who loves to record things, which is weird. That's his character trait. He's like, I just like to record <laughs> stuff. Like, he doesn't want to be like a documentary documentarian or anything. Yeah. Um, he just likes to videotape stuff. Whenever they pair yeah. off Lindsay Lohan and Jack to go do something, they also pair off Brenda Song and Gabe, which was weird. And like, they also don't talk in their scenes together, really. I, th- I also thought it was funny that when her dad woke her up and he was like, this is going to be a tough day for you. Anyway, you should get ready for school. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's, he's like, it's literally like, the way the dad said it was very Wendy Williams. Oh, she passed away? Aw. Well, anyway. Aww. That's exactly how the dad woke Lindsay Lohan Well, out. off to school. Your teacher's missing? You're like, oh, your teacher's on missing? And like, Aww. you know critical information, mm-hmm. probably, well, what they presume to be critical information about him missing, and you just wrote a piece about him and ruined his life, and now he's gone. Aw. Mm. Anyways, go to school. Yeah, because Lexi is very... Obviously, her ears are perked yeah. because the minute she her article got published, that's when Mr. Walker has and gone missing. And she and I think Jack are the only people that saw them have this fight yesterday. So they're probably yeah. thinking that because, like, she threatened him and that he got, like, because they broke up, he drove into the river. <laughs> But no matter, we have some black fits to wear. And I loved how right. the song was like, who said that like morning can't just be a fashion show or like, right, something like, along those lines? Her, get it together. You're, you're apparently, I'm, I'm assuming this is like a, a teacher everyone yeah. loves. Has gone missing. And she's just like, oh, well, I and look it, great. Right, which is a lot of okay, the time. Okay, like, well, are you going to... Like, At least our fashion's on point. Are you going to be acting like that when someone in your family dies? <laughs> They're like, Brenda, or <laughs> what's her name? Jen. They're her like, name is Jen, Jennifer. would you like to say a few words about Grandma? And she's like, I look great in this pink and black fit. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> They're, like, <laughs> They're like, well, but give your regards to the open casket. It's time for Amanda Plummer to deliver another best supporting actor scene <laughs> we're in class and she's like trying to introduce another career day speaker but she's you she's clearly like she's disheveled like she's broken she's having a hard time and she's trying to say the like classes are going to continue despite what's happened and she's like mr walk mr walk like she can't say his name <laughs> She is beside herself. I just want to know what like people thought of this actress. I'm sure I'd have been like, I wonder if the executives were thinking, can you just kind of like, it's great what you're doing, but 
This is a decom starring Lindsay Lohan. I know. Why was to any of these adult actors that are like either going the best supporting actress route or we're about to get to some of the ones that are going like full ham. Like no one was like, hey, guys, this is for like 10 to 12 year olds. Like, can you chill? I I understand like you want to do your you want to do mm-hmm. your best, but you have to understand your the tone, the tone, the tone. Very different tones between the actress who plays Miss Walker and or Miss Dawson and everybody else. <laughs> well, she might be Miss Walker later. That's, that, ooh, that's, that's um, a and I also the the career speaker for that day is a fisherman. No, it's a taxidermist. It's a taxidermist. And he has like a a fish that he taxidermied in his hands. I was like, not big mouth, Billy Bass. <laughs> While well, the teacher's gone missing. Uh, so then we get some investigating. Mm-hmm. Investigating has started. A detective and comes to class and question. asks for Lexi. And so Lexi gets interrogated. And at first she isn't saying anything. And then, of course, because Lexi likes compliments and likes to be gassed up. That's when the investigator takes another approach. And it's like, well, great job, like, having your, your uh, article being published in the, in the newspaper. That's really yeah. great. So that's when she is like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> and she starts revealing things that are very key yeah. in solving this crime. She, this detective has, like, a handlebar-y, like, pointed-up Western sheriff he looks mustache. Like, he looks like, who is that cart... Who is that? Who is that cowboy Looney Tune? Um, uh, Elmer Fudd. You know what I'm talking about. Not Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. Oh, uh, Yosemite Sam. Oh yeah, Yosemite Sam. That's he's who he looks that like. that a little bit. He's being like very nefarious and like just hamming it up. And Alexi is like blathering on, and she's like, "Oh well, I, you know, I wrote this article, and then I saw them have this argument. Actually, you should talk to Miss Dawson. Like, she might know a lot." <laughs> And then before she... Like, in all innocent. Before she leaves the room, she's like, by the way, has anyone told you that you might look better without a mustache? And he was like, he's like, no, not really. And she's just like, hmm, well, I think you might, maybe should consider. She was just like, you're like, ugly, and like, I think well, you should bye. fix it. Like, she's just like, bye, ugly. Bye, ugly. <laughs> and then they bring in... <laughs> Literally, that is like every... If Lindsay Lohan basically has said like five times to five different people, well, bye, ugly, and leaves. Uh, but they bring in Miss Dawson for questioning, and she is... Here we go. Now now, now she thinks she's on um, SVU <laughs> with Mershka Hargitay. She's so shady all of a sudden. <laughs> like, she's like... They yeah. ask her about Mr. Walker. They're like, did you see him yesterday? How did he seem? And she's like, he was... He was fine. He was perfectly fine. And then they like ask her about like if she knows something and she says no. And then they're like, well, one of your students says that you do. And she's just like, well, I'd better get my lawyer. Like, why are you being so shady? (laughs) You just went from like suspect maybe like four to suspect numero uno because you're acting so weird right now. (laughs) Right. And all while this is happening, Lexi is eavesdropping, and as is Jack. She's talking to Jack about it, and this is when she's just like, with everything that's going on, like, she just got broken up with, and now she's being questioned by the police, because then they say they're going to have to take her downtown. And Lindsay Lohan, purveyor of emotions, sums this all up in one succinct sentence. She must be Wigan. (laughs) (laughs) 
there's a lot of things that like Lindsay Lohan's character just like says randomly. It's giving and how do you there's feel? And how goes, do you feel about that? And how do you feel? She must be Wigan. Must be Wigan. She must be Wigan. Because now, because Lexi is very um, stern on the fact that Miss Dawson didn't yeah. do anything. And Jack's like, well, how do you know? You literally saw her freak out. And they're like, she's like, no, I would know. It just wasn't like that. And so they decide to. Jack really doesn't want to. But Jack knows Mr. Walker better than yeah. anyone. I can't remember why. Did they he's really gone, explain He's gone to Mr. Walker's how? house before. They're neighbors. They live across the street from each other, or like at least in the same neighborhood. And Mr. Walker has recently yeah. given Jack an old computer of his because Jack's not True. wealthy. Yes. yes. Um, so they decide to team up um, because she has some information and he has some information and decide to team up to solve the crime themselves and prove Miss uh, Miss Dawson's and innocence. prove that and Mr. Walker is what happened. To hopefully, Mr. still alive. Ho- hopefully, still alive. Hopefully, we still get, alive. Then we get and, this, and and then and then and then Jack is like, well, I because you know he's self righteous as well. Um, well, I don't want to be associated with you, so you can't tell anyone we're doing this. It's like, okay, no worries. Then we get a fashion montage. Yeah, a very of strange mall montage of her and Brenda Song. Having a conversation that is spread out across like several different outfit and jewelry try-ons in the mall, mm-hmm. and I noticed that obviously the film is called "Get a Clue" because it's a mystery, but the phrase "Get a Clue" is only said in the movies in reference to her relationship with Jack and like her crush and his crush or whatever. Like they're yeah. talking about it, how he a- behaves around her, and Brenda Song is like, Ugh, "Get a clue." Yeah, it, it it is said three times mm-hmm. in this film. The and the last one is very never... out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. But uh, the first two are both but there, said a, either there, like to Jack or about Jack. Yeah. Um, th- there's like during the makeup and fashion montage, there's like a, obviously a weird transition of like a, 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 a picture of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah looking like a makeup ad. Yes. Do you see that? And it was just like weirdly placed. It's like frozen while like she's not saying anything. Her lips aren't moving. It's a still photo, but there's like a transition and you can hear her talking. It's very strange. And then POV were the mirror looking at Brenda and Lindsay Lohan with their um, uh, ring light on. It gave me the vibes that they were like in yeah. a photo booth about to take a picture. <laughs> They're just talking to right. each other. Okay, three, two, one, say get a clue. <laughs> But they're just talking about Jack and solving this. And Jennifer, a.k.a. Brennan Song, is like, well, he likes you. And she's like, what are you talking about? You know, that's when she says, get a clue. Um, so, yeah, now Jennifer is filled in on what's going on. And now we're back at the house. And basically, this conversation is with Lexi and her dad. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, please don't get involved with this investigation because you know Lexi wants to be a journalist and I was like how crazy in this film is like the dad has to go okay my 14 year old daughter you cannot get involved in this crime again like 
what? Like, why are you, why, why is your first conclusion like, oh yeah, my daughter, because she works at her school newspaper, wants to help solve this well, crime. Because that he says something to her, like gives news. her kind of a tip. And then you can see her nod and he's like, I see your wheels turning. But she's just kind of like, oh it's no, hee hee hee. But it's crazy that he's like going to assume that, oh, well, my 14-year-old high school freshman daughter is, of course, when I give her this information, going to try to solve this crime herself. Like, that is crazy to assume, and it's crazy that she's doing this. It is crazy. She goes into... And it's also crazy, it's also crazy that she said, no worries, she, she literally said, I'm not going to, Dad, Akuna Matata. <laughs> The little name drop. As to give him some calm. <laughs> and then she, which is very a very Lindsay Lohan movie thing to do, is as she walks out, she has her fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Which I'm pretty sure she did in Parent oh, Trap. Of course she did. I think that's where I learned that from. Like when she was lying. So she goes into her sister's room to ask her about, like, spy equipment and get the down low, how to get it. This scene and some of the movie in general is filled with a lot of Dutch angles. The, like, tilted... This this one, when she was walking into the sister's mm-hmm. room, the Dutch angle is to emphasize to the watcher that this sister is kooky and crazy. Her room and is slanted. Lindsay Lohan's room is straight. This is a crazy universe we're going into. And I agree. I, know. Uh, I, I just love how, like, they're getting crazy. into the conversation. She's like, where do you get some of this stuff? And the sister's just like, oh, there's literally, I get it from corner spy shop down the corner. Across from where mom goes to Pilates. Um, because cause Lexi's asking her sister because she wants to try to get some spy gear to go, you know, investigate. Girl, you gotta this wait until the Scholastic Book Fair comes around to get most of that stuff. Is it, do spy stores exist? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> like, that should be. I feel like the government <laughs> wouldn't allow spy. It's, I mean, it's, it's just like but, cameras and like sunglasses that you put on and they have a feed of like what's behind they're, you they're basically they're basically at a best buy <laughs> i know they went to a they went to a best buy like this that th- this is not a thing where it's like oh you need hidden cameras well this this is the scene 12. where we are introduced to uh gabe which i guess is why we hadn't mentioned him earlier because Lindsay lohan is at the no he he was he was in the beginning of the movie i didn't notice because, because it, well, it's like very quick, very like yeah. in the hallway. So well, he this kind is of when we are in like introduced, like introduced extras. to him because Lindsay Lohan is at the camera yeah. shop with Jack, and then the, we see Jack. Brenda Song sneaking in with Gabe, and Lexi is like, "Who is this? Who are you? Why are you here?" And then he like explains <laughs> himself, and he's like, "I'm I'm into the filming. I'm gonna get some like surveillance cameras. We're gonna set set this set this puppy up." And, but, why he's really there is because they find out that he lives across from Ms. Walker. Yeah. Oh, because Brenda Song is like, so, you are going to worship me when I tell you this. <laughs> it's just that he lives across the street from her so they can spy on her. <laughs> yeah, spy on her. Well, when they walk into the spy store, uh, Jack goes, what are they doing here? <laughs> What's going on? He cranked the accent back up. Watch out. And so now that, like, now we have a foursome spy group because they're obviously going, they have, like, an in. So they can watch Miss Walker to see if she acts suspicious. Um, so they go to Lexi's house, and 
Lexi goes, all right, guys, make yourself at home. I'll get the menu book and we can order some food. Menu book? That is crazy. I know she had a maid, but she literally has a, um, a, a chef, a cook, a kitchen, a kitchen staff on the ready. And now they just get to read, read the, ring the menu. And Jack is, like, looking at the apartment. It's like, hmm, this is how the other half lives, eh? Yeah. So is this when they say we need to go to Mr. Walker's place in Brooklyn? Yeah, because um, I guess I should call her by her character name. Jen and Gabe go to Miss Dawson's house to set up their cameras and start their initial spying. And then Jack and Lexi go to... Uh, Mr. Walker's house in Brooklyn. And this is when we find out that um, <laughs> Lexi has never ridden yeah. the subway. Because <laughs> they were going to call a car service, and Jack was like, oh, well, that's not obvious if all of a sudden a fancy car rolls up into Brooklyn. <laughs> so, yeah, she's never in the subway, and there's like a shot of the subway with like a <laughs> like a horror like effect. Do you agree? How do you feel yeah. <laughs> about the subway? Um... I mean, I guess for like someone that young who's never been on it, I could see where you're just like, oh, that's kind of a big leap. They do show them in an above um, ground subway too. And those are like m- much more frightening. So while the, the group separates, Gabe and Jennifer are setting up the camera to spy on Miss Walker. And the camera is in plain it's sight. so obvious. <laughs> and then they put a plant in front of it and it's more obvious. Because then, Literally. like, when it was on and, the, just the rail, it's black, so it, like, kind of blends in. And you could see it if you're looking right at it, but it maybe wouldn't be super obvious. But then when they move the plant over, it's like, there's a plant, there's a camera in this plant. <laughs> yeah, it's not, they should have, what they should have done is, I don't even know, but. Not that. Not that. Because um, she could have easily. When Brenda's song it. is coming up the stairs, like, up the the fire escape like stairs to go there's a there's a bunch of trash like trash bags and she goes "Ugh, this is so not a photo op like okay not everything is <laughs> um but then gabe and jennifer once they have the camera set up they're going back to his room so they can just see what's going on and that this is what i'm talking about where we see gabe's wall-to-wall mm-hmm. video cassettes of him just recording random stuff. And he stuff. has his birth in there. Not his like, birth video. <laughs> see, the thing is, it's not like he wants to be a filmmaker or anything like that. He's like, oh, I make these short films. It's just, I like to record yeah, things. It's, it's very strange. It's very like, what? They're like, going to get to college and be like, so Gabe, bit. do you want to be a film major? And he's like, no, I think I want to do no. uh, like science. And then he's in the science lab with a video camera like all day, every day. I'm recording the I'm re- I'm recording the particle. He's literally just like, yeah, somebody filmed my birth video, and then I just got started right after that. It's insane. But Miss Walker is not. She's home. not home. They're just watching nothing for quite a while. Because because Je- Jennifer, aka Brenda Song, is like, I'm I'm so excited. This is gonna be great. And then she's not home. So they're kind of just like, well, I guess we just gotta keep an eye on it. Uh, so then we cut to uh, Lexi and Jack in Brooklyn, and Lexi is so proud of herself for, and mind you, 
that's probably like an hour, at least an hour on the oh, subway yeah. that she just did. And so she's so proud of herself. And then she, like, the camera is her POV looking at Brooklyn and everyone is in muted <laughs> colors. It's very, like, reverse mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Where now, and she's like, wow, this is crazy. She also is, like, calls Brooklyn. She's, like, commenting on how calm and people can do this, this, and this in Brooklyn. She goes, wow, what a riot. <laughs> she's like, gosh, who knew? Jeez. Who knew? All these simpletons. Like, it's New York City. I don't. <laughs> How have it's you lived crazy, there your crazy. whole life and just being shocked by the fact that there's other people in it? So they go and sneak into Mr. Walker's And house. they start touching everything. Like, why are y'all leaving your fingerprints all over a potential crime scene? It's. It's not thought of. They are all going the way. through files. They are picking things up. They are like, "What's this? Hmm. Can we get in his computer? Let's eat the food in his fridge. Let's go through his underwear drawer." They don't do all that. <laughs> they don't do that. But they, they might see as well. A briefcase have. with the initials NP on it, and they're like, "What does NP. that mean?" Um, and they start going through files and stuff. While this is happening, I think we cut back to. Jen and Gabe because Miss Walker does come home and they're like she's home she's home she's home she walks through the door she kind of pauses for a second and then she immediately puts on an exercise tape could not be me I need like a half hour to rest before I do anything and Jennifer and Jennifer loves the uh she's like I love this tape (laughs) and then Gabe's like what are you doing she could be a murderer accusing people of murder in a decom is bold it is very, it is very bold. Uh, so, and I think, is this when we're still, and then a visitor yes. comes and they can't to see Walker's? who it is. So Gabe is like trying to move the camera around and this camera is like shaking and moving and being like. <laughs> because, and they're, the, the, they're not mic'd, so they can't yeah. hear what they're saying. And it's this guy and they're hugging and then she looks distressed and then on the way out he turns and it's revealed that that's Mr. Mm-hmm. Goldblum from the newspaper uh, uh, from the high school newspaper and so they're shocked they're like what is happening um, speaking of shocked we cut back to Mr. Walker's old apartment and all of a sudden we see Mr. Sheffield in the, in the reflection that? so if there's like a cat meow and a crash because there's always a cat meow and a crash. Because Lexi is like, oh, I'm so proud of myself. And then it always happens. And she just goes, okay, I'm scared. I want to go home. But Jack is like, no, 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 let's keep looking. And she opens like a dresser or something with a mirror on it. And then you see Mr. Shetfield behind her. And she screams. And it was scary. It was a little I would scary. Too. I'm not going to lie. There's also another shot in this movie that I distinctly remember terrifying me. I wonder if it's it the same be. shot. <laughs> and we'll get, get to it. it. But <laughs> then Mr. Sheffield comes in and he is laying on that villainy, like slimy voice. Twiddling his mustache. <laughs> Mechanical laugh. But he's is... just like, mm, is, what are you doing here? And they're like, well, we can ask you the same question. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a detective investigating the case. But Lexi notices 
when they look at like he checks his watch and it's a really nice watch and she notes that his suit is really nice and she like says the brand name and everything so when they get back to jack's house where she's like wow this is how the other his mom makes homemade lemon squares but before we go too much into the scene because i do want to talk about uh jack's house is yeah so mr the care the mr sheffield aka this guy mr meanie um he's pretending to be a detective or he's saying he's a detective and this it's very legally blonde Mm -hmm. where lexi figures out he can't be a detective because he has like his wardrobe is too expensive. Well, they're expensive. saying that Jack is like, well, he can't be like like a New York City detective. He could be like a private detective who takes on like wealthy clients, and that's why he's mm-hmm. so wealthy. So he's she. So we have a red flag. So far, we have a couple of red flags. Oh, we didn't even mention that the homeless man who bumps into uh, Lexi. There's so much going on in this freaking movie. Because that, because that comes it does. Into the later. climax of this movie, and he is has literally every character from the whole film showing up in the same place at the same time. And doesn't he have a jacket? Yeah, a coat he has a green is... coat on, and Lexi's like, "Huh, that coat? Like that's the coat that Mr. Walker used to wear." There's no way two people in this giant ass city with over a million people in it have the same coat. Which there's some there's some flaws be. in that logic, but I she thinks that the coat is so ugly that there's no way two people own it. I think is what that <laughs> boils right. down to. That's the thing. She's like, there can't be two so then ugly they, like, people. Kind of suspicious of the homeless man, but they don't follow him. They go to the apartment, and then that it will come yeah. back up. There will be a it test. Will come back. Um. So, so after the confrontation with Detective Meany, and they figure then they have their suspicions. Jack goes, okay, well, let's go to my house and let's kind of investigate a little bit more and let's try to figure out what NP. Um, yeah. And She's that shocked that, like, so they, they have neighbors and they know his name. Na- like, he knows his neighbors and knows who they are. She's like, the only time I've ever, like, we own the whole floor, so I don't really have neighbors. And I've only met the people downstairs the couple of times that I've overflowed the bathtub. Me too, girl. Relatable. My apartment maintenance at one of my first apartments was at my house three weeks in a row because every time I took a bath, it started leaking into the downstairs. So then we get Jack's backstory. And, you know, Disney loves a reveal of a character's backstory when it hasn't been. It's very, if y'all remember the Cheater Girls, when one of the characters is revealed that she's a foster kid and she doesn't live in the fancy part of New York. It's like this. Where it's kind of hinted at, and then it's a big. Well, he's reveal. wearing like all um, throughout this whole wa- scene, the whole day. He's had on a T-shirt that says Navy to set mm-hmm. up for this. Um, and it's revealed that his mom works the night shift, and his brother's in the Navy, and his dad died when he mm-hmm. was a kid, and so we're supposed to, and he's tortured and all that stuff. But I have to say, that is very spacious living quarters Jack has. I know. Like, it's a nice, he like, doesn't it's a live nice suburban like, area. It's not like the slums. Like, he, he, has, he has an upstairs. His room is ginormous. Mm-hmm. So that's, what it, that's like the things when he's basically saying, like, well, you live in such nice. Yeah, Lexi lives in a nice place, but so do you, Jack. You live in a very nice place in Brooklyn. I mean, that's how it feels sometimes when you're that age and you have friends that are, like, that much wealthier than you. 
especially with him, like, because he's going to the school on a scholarship and he's, like, surrounded by that level of wealth all the time, I guess it would maybe make sense to yeah. think that way. Because they're, they're on his old computer, too, that he got from Mr. Walker. And they click on something and Lexi's like, God, this machine is ancient. And there's an email that pops up and it's from Mr. Walker to Jack because he asked him for a letter of recommendation and the letter is dated four days ago but the email was sent today and they're like how could it how does a dead man send an email so now they've given up that he's alive and they're just like he has to be dead (laughs) because up until this point they're like no he can still be alive how does a dead man send an email well what you do is you summon the dead man well they click on like like system preferences or whatever and it pops up that the computer is licensed to a Nicholas Petrosian. NP. NP. And Miss um, Lindsay starts like, page, she's paging Brenda Song. <laughs> paging Brenda Song. <laughs> so then we cut to the school. It's mm-hmm. the next day at the school. And they're talking about, <laughs> Jennifer and Lexi are just talking about their spy shenanigans. And then we get a slow-mo of Jack walking up to yeah. Lexi. And as Brenda Song is and yapping on about, like, you should have seen my outfit. It was so cute. Everyone stared at me, blah, 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 blah. And Lexi's like, oh, maybe there's, like, more to life than fashion because there's also Jack. <laughs> and she's like, what am I saying? And that's when we get a Jack slow-mo. And then Jack has an idea. He's like, hey, I found some more information about this, um, about NP. Let's get together tonight yeah. and try to figure it out. She's like, okay. <laughs> so her and Jack go to this address that they have for Nicholas Petrosian. And this very eccentric woman answers the door. Which is not Penny Marshall. <laughs> I thought it she's was at first. She's redheaded. She's like clad in jewelry. Just like, oh, hi. And they ask if there's, they're like, oh, we need to talk to Nicholas Petrosian. And she's like. There's no one here by that name. And she goes to close the door. And then you hear a voice be like, no, wait, it's okay. They're fine. And it's Mr. Walker. Mr. Walker. And then, of course, you cut to the commercial break right then, like where they still have the commercial break edits in here. Of course. You know, you know, the seven-year-olds are like, (laughs) (laughs) he's very calm, too. He he must have been spying on them in the window. He's like, it's okay. Let him in. And. So they sit down after what I'm sure was a very anxious commercial break. And um, Mrs. Petrosian has a charcuterie board for them, which she says like, oh, the eel. You should try the eel. But I also saw grapes and some hard boiled eggs and some like eclair looking things. So I don't know what is on that. It all looked. On that charcuterie. It all looked nasty. It looked so bad. It all looked. It all looked. Was, no one eats anything. I did see Jack like kind of reach for one a little bit, but he no one ever takes any any food. I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat anything so too. So they, they go into Mr. Walker's backstory, which is buck freaking wild for a Disney movie. It's it is crazy. So we find out that in the eighties, Mr. Walker went by Nicholas Petrosian, and he basically worked on Wall Street, and he was and he was killing mm-hmm. the game. But his bosses were a little like seedy mm-hmm. characters. Um, and this is when I got lost about the backstory. I know there's so much going on. There's so many so, names. If you could explain the backstory from here on out. That'd <laughs> so be great. basically, what I gathered 
was that he was like just doing his job like everything was fine and then he like answers a phone call there's 10 million dollars in a foreign bank account that is in his name that goes missing and he doesn't know where to find it and he doesn't know who took it so he gets framed for embezzlement and he doesn't know who did it or anything and since the cops are coming he just starts running he fakes his own death not once but twice in this lifetime has this man had to fake his own death that is insane but he fakes his death and then he and starts he, going yeah, by he, Orlando Walker and he was like, well, I just kind of stumbled into teaching and I started teaching and my life like became great. And I met Miss Dawson. Ooh, oh, Miss Dawson. Like he's so every time she gets brought up, he's like, tee and like <laughs> same with the same with the his mom. She, she's like, like oh, Miss Dawson the is the bee's knees. The quote I loved from the mom where she was like, they're talking about who framed him. And they're like, no, I don't know who framed me. But she's like, whoever did is going to get a piece of my mind. That's the thing. It's like, and we'll get to it. And the ending just made me so confused I, well, more than ever. The ending is so, there's far too many moving parts for the level that this movie is supposed to be at. Um, but I think because after... Because Lex is like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry because of my article. You got found by were, your person. You and he's found. like, he has a note. He says that there was a note that was left at his house, but it rained. So he can't really read all of it. All he knows is that someone was like, I know who you are. Meet me at some hotel at 2 p.m. on Saturday or your girlfriend gets it. So that he's like, I don't know what, ho- like, I can't read it. I don't know what hotel. But they mentioned something about like so w- you- marrying. They're like, oh, would you think you would want to marry Miss Dawson? And he's like, <laughs> Oh, gee, gosh, I would love to marry her. <laughs> He's kicking, He's his, kicking feet. his feet and giggling. Um, so then this is when they, they come back home. All four of them go back to Lexi's apartment and they enter the sister's spy alcove. And this was, this was Lindsay Lohan's only fashion miss in the film for me. The way she has her hair in the scene where like only certain parts of it are crimped. It just kind of looks like uh-huh. she ran out of time. Yeah, and they're, so they're putting it all together of we're all going to go to this hotel mm-hmm. and just Well, they have to out, figure out what like, hotel mystery. it is because they couldn't, the, when it got rained on the letter and they couldn't read it. And the sister does some like crazy process to shine a light on the letter when she basically all she needed to do was yeah, turn a black light on. But she does like eight weird science steps before. And and the music under the music scoring the scene sounds like Space Mountain. Maybe it was. That's what it sounds and like. And they find out it might have been. They did they say find out that they have to go to the Fairmont Hotel. And that's when the dad comes in and is like, mm-hmm. What are you guys all doing in here? Yeah, and they go, Oh, we're d- learning dancing. the hot new steps. Like what? Just say we're chilling. We're yeah, talking. we're just hanging out. Playing we're playing Uno. They're like, you wanted me to get along with my sister, and Dad. Get out of here. Right. We're playing dance. We're doing dance. Uh, so then, now that they have the hotel figured out, they're going to, like, stake out the hotel to see who is trying to get Mr. Walker. And they invite Mr. Walker, too. And, like, so, like, to, so, she, so he can yeah. see who it is, too, because he, fi- he wants to know who it is. So they all have a plan. Um, and that's when we get them in full Stake spy mode, fits. walking the streets uh, of New York. They're all four of them are walking, uh, slow mo and spies. 
eating. <laughs> serving spy. Serving spy. Lindsay Lohan is serving spy. When they're like, when they're um, leaving the, when she's leaving the house in the morning, the little sister like gives her, she's like, oh, here, I had some extra walkie-talkie. Like, do you want to use these? And Lindsay Lohan turns around and is like, you know, I just may keep you. And then like the, the little sister turns to the camera and basically like smugs and like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Like that—that's the facial then, expression of her. So the like, hotel, oh gosh. the scenes at the hotel are basically like our climax of the film because literally every character that has been in the film up to this point is at this hotel at two p.m. on a Saturday for some reason. It's bonkers. Which is supposed to be like now to us the viewers, it's like, oh well, all of our suspects Ms. Stern are here. Is there? So who, who Ms. knows? Stern, we forgot to mention that at one point they do see Miss Stern coming out of uh, Mr. Dawson's. Uh, Fuck, it's so hard to keep all these names straight. <laughs> Mr. Walker, they see Miss Stern coming out of Mr. Walker's apartment. And they're like, why was she there? So she's a suspect. They see Mr. Goldblum. The mom is there. We see the homeless person there. We see all these people. We see Mr. Meany. And we see, when we see the kids walking in, in their... <laughs> the thing about sneaking into a hotel is that you have to act like you 100% know where you're going so no one draws any suspicion to you. And they're right. just standing in the middle of the walkway being like, um, gosh, ooh, geez, it's two o'clock. And there's these old women at a luncheon in the middle of the lobby that turn and are like, I think those kids are up to no good. They, they, one of those old ladies uh, gives one of my favorite lines at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll bring it back up. The um, clock, the clock that's goes when off we and it's two. And Brenda Song is like, it's two o'clock, guys. Couldn't you just believe it? Couldn't you just die? Places, everybody. <laughs> like, y'all weren't in your places. The man is supposed <laughs> to show up at two. They don't know who this person is. They, they could be very dangerous. They could be <laughs> armed. And right at 2 p.m., they're just like, Oops, oopsie, <laughs> let's go. They're like, they're like, grab they're, they're like, ah. They're just like, Hurry! Like, this is a stakeout. A man's life is at stake. <laughs> Uh, but then we see um, Mr. Mr. Meany. That's, that's, that is um, Mr. Sheffield's character. Yes, it is. Right? That's his fake name. Yeah, it Detective Meany. It is revealed Meany. that his real name yeah, is Detect- Falco Grandville. And he used to be In- uh, Mr. Walker's slash Mr. Petrosian's boss. And he set it up. So he's the one who has ruined yeah. everything like this. And Mr. Walker, in the most monotone voice ever, is like, I can't believe it's you. You ruined my life. Why would you do this? We need to remind the viewers, if you haven't seen it yet, that do you know who else is at this hotel? Miss Dawson. She Ms. walked Dawson. in first and everyone was like, oh, why is she here? Oh, well, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan's character goes, I told her to lay low, but I guess she doesn't know what that means. <laughs> she, now, now Lindsay Lohan's character is calling people ugly and now yeah. <laughs> but there is, yeah, there is a chase scene. They, um... I can't remember how it happens, though. I think Mr. Walker and Mr. Meany or whatever, they're, I'm not going to call them by their aliases because that's going to be, or their real names. That's going to be too complicated. So they, yeah, they start trying to go at it, like, to, to just to get each other. And Mr. Walker falls and hurts his ankle. And he's like, don't let him get away. Like, mm-hmm. go, go, go. That's when Lexi and Jack decide to, they start chasing him. him and they, he like, leads go... them into like the boiler room of the hotel. <laughs> and he's like turning, he's, like, on, turning the steam, on the steam. And I'm like, like these people cackling are cackling at them. 
I was like, these people and are then children. Lindsay Lohan gets you are running away. Lindsay from Lohan gets stuck. Children on one of the steamer things because of her bracelet, and Jack has to cut her bracelet so he can set her free, and she's like screaming. Could she have just ducked from the steam? I guess I it's it's very much if you've seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street, this scene like very much reminded me of the Freddy Krueger like boiler room scenes. It's very intense. It was it was very intense. I do remember that from the from like watching then, it back in the day. Lindsay but Lohan hears like go well 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 she goes thank you. Yeah, Jack. she does. Just like <laughs> she that. Him on the cheek and gives him a gives. So now we're like oh. They're together. But then Lindsay Lohan hears um like muffled screaming. <laughs> this scene and is it burned. Says, like, the, the the shower <laughs> it has like and she goes into this room that is a shower, but someone put a fake sign that says the hotel spot. Yeah. She's she like looking in, around and she's just hearing and she's like, like <laughs> Hello, hello. And she, she turns a corner, and Miss Dawson has now been captured. This is the most horrifying shot in this movie. This is, yes, <laughs> this okay, is that was she's mine. She's like, her head is in a towel. She has a face mask caked on her face. She's in a robe, tied up and gagged with her feet in, like, wax machines. That's yeah, what that it's is? Like wa- it's wax, I had, I thought like it was wax just zippers like, for, like, hot oh, wax. Oh, I thought it was, like, <laughs> I thought it was, like, melted <laughs> jello. I was like, why did she have these? Why did they put her in these? It's wax. It's like a spa wax. And she's she reveals that she got an email for a free spa day at the hotel. She goes, look what it gives me. I love that they at least gave her like some spa treatments before they tied her up and left her to die. (laughs) Right. Just a little. Just a little. Very bold of whoever did this to do this in the middle of the day. Well, it is a Saturday, and it seems like there is quite a lot going on at this hotel. There's, like, multiple conventions and luncheons. Lexi um, tells Miss Dawson that Mr. Walker is alive. So she has been thinking that he's yeah. been dead this entire time. She's like, oh, my gosh. Um, and then this is the weirdest part for this it's scene so for me. so weird. Is when, like, she kind of tells, and just to kind of keep the, the plot going and trying to get this guy... Lexi just like is like, I'm so sorry, forgive me, Miss Dawson, and pushes her into the shower and turns it on. You would you would have thought, I don't know what that act the reaction of the shower was for that actress. No. She doesn't check the temperature or anything. She just turns on the shower, pushes her in with the robe still on, and is like, sorry to leave you dry like this. And leaves. But Miss Miss Dawson is like, like she can't. She's shocked. Like, you just got, you've been kidnapped. You've just been told that your significant other who you thought was dead is alive. And then you've been shoved into what is probably a cold shower. Insane. It's crazy. That scene was And then so to crazy. top the crazy, um, and- so the whole time we see the homeless guy in the hotel, he's being, like, chased by security. And Brenda Song and Gabe have been, like, popping onto various floors, running up and down. Like, they're not finding anything, but they're running around. Homeless guy is running around. And then we see the homeless guy, like, run into this convention room. Well, before this, I have to make note of the security guard chasing down the homeless man. And he slams into this poor maid. He does. And knocks all of her towels over. She's like, she's like ah! <laughs> like, 
slammed into her. yakety sacks. That is the music that is like. Yeah, yeah. And like Scooby Doo, where they keep going into different. If you put those sounds in, this would probably make a lot more sense to our pea brains that are having trouble figuring this movie out. But the guy, I don't know why they left this plot line in. Like, this does not make sense. And I think all that it boils down and, and, to is that, oh, Mr. Walker is a really good guy who doesn't deserve to go to jail. Like, that's ultimately what this plot line is. Because the homeless man bursts into this convention center where there's people speaking, and he takes off the coat, and it's revealed that he's, like, a senator? <laughs> he's the city councilman. And everyone's like, what? Did he have a suit on the, the whole time? Part- under, And he had, like, a fake beard and hair. One of the funniest things, I don't know if you clocked it, is when, this is after the big reveal, <laughs> and he, he's, he's basically, the councilman is like, I've been posing as a homeless man to see how it feels yeah, on the New York streets. for like four weeks. And it reminded, and the security card who's been chasing the homeless man, walk, comes into the room, looks to his left, looks to his right, and basically just shrugs <laughs> and like walks away. So he's given up on where he the homeless care. man went. But this reminded me of when Tyra Banks, when she had her talk show, she pretended to be homeless for a day and was like on the streets and she would come back to her talk show and goes, guys, I was homeless for a day and I was not looked at the same. I wasn't treated the same. That's, that's what this was. It is. And everyone. I just can't imagine like, they're did, like, he, making, like these, did he put on the suit that day? Or as long as he's been cosplaying as this character, did he have the suit on under everything just in case he needed to rip off and reveal who he was? Right. And when no one was looking, was he still pretending to be homeless? I don't know. If, if, if a councilman is disguised as a homeless person and there's no one around to see, <laughs> is he still like, homeless? He's like, the only person who showed me an ounce of kindness was a man on night one who gave me the coat off his back. Which obviously... Because Which Lindsay Lohan was right that it was Mr. Walker's coat. I feel like that whole plot and, line could have been oh, chucked oh. away and we would have lost nothing. Oh, yeah. But the, the one of the, another funny thing about this scene is while Lexi and Jack are seeing, like, the big reveal of the councilman, uh, Mr. Detective Meany is running yeah, behind they them. They're like, we gotta go, we gotta go. You, <laughs> but, like, the noise he makes, he's like, ooh. Right, and that's when the dad turns behind him and sees Lexi, and he turns around. He goes, "Lexi!" Literally, everyone is here. Everything is coming, and then people kind of start moving like more towards that lobby area again. We see Miss Dawson running down the stairs like a wet rat, and she's like the way she's running and moving her limbs is so like cryptid, like alien Bigfoot. Yeah, it's like she um, is, like, getting her joints back and is learning to rewalk again. Um, but the, the four spies, uh, Lexi, Jack, Jennifer, and Gabe, all come back to where they started. And they're, like, trying to be like, we found this, this, this. And Miss uh, Mother, Mother Walker, <laughs> Mr. Walker's mom, is there. She's like... Yeah, she sits down at the table because they're running through this banquet and the old women go, ladies, grab your purses. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was the line. That was the line. I loved it. Um, because they're pretending to be with Miss Walker or Miss. Yeah. What? Yeah. Come on, they, so come on. they sit down with her. They're like, um, we're just having tea with our with our grandma. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and Mr. Meany is about to get away. And that's when Jack takes the cake that is on like a little. <laughs> and everyone thing. gasps and is like, and no. <gasps> it's this like huge, like three tier giant cake that falls on top of him and knocks and him instead to the ground. of. Instead of moving to the left and he would. I know why every Disney villain, like, I know this is a serious Disney movie and we're accusing people of murder and fraud, but we still have to take them down by cake. Right. Because, like, what was Jack going to do? Like, what was going to happen to stop them? Was Jack going to tackle them? I don't know. They did not go into this with any sort of plan other than we're going to be there and we're going to look hot. And that's what that you can't, what you do, can't sometimes. do sometimes. And then we see like Miss Stern and Mr. Goldblum coming out of a room together. And we find out that like they because had a romance. It, well, they had a. They each liked Mr. Dawson, Miss, Miss Dawson and Mr. Mm-hmm. Walker. And then they both got so rejected. So they got by together. Them. So, so were they, they were, at so the hotel why... on a Saturday to have sex? They were getting a clue. They were getting a clue about what, how, how they might enjoy this relationship. But that's why they're there, which, with, um, like, why did they need to be there? There's literally just too, too much going on. It's, it's, it's just to get the some old, red hair. The old detective bursts through the door without his mustache. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan says bees knees at one point, but I don't because, remember Because uh, Mr. Walker and Miss Dawson are hugging in slow motion, and it's so dramatic. And she's like, oh, aren't they the bee's knees? Aren't they so cute as, like, all of this chaos is going on behind her? And and Mr. Mr. Walker's mom mom is like, I'm going to get grandchildren. She is. But, so the the investigator arrests Mr. Meany for everything that he did. But then he's like, you got to take, he has to arrest Mr. Walker, too, because they haven't proven that he didn't do the the fraud. And then Lindsay Lohan is like, wait, you're broached. The brooch you're wearing, and she points to the brooch that this mom is wearing. It's ugly. Which, like, the police would be like, okay, just take him. Like, I don't, I don't want to listen to this 14-year-old child. They're literally like, this is not the time. She's like, yes. And so She's basically, in her blonde era, big um, in this like, scene. Yeah. So we get another flashback, and Mr. Walker's mom basically found this brooch, um, like, in a bag in the 80s. And it was, and she was going to return it, but it was the same because she was going. She was at the office that Mr. Walker yeah. used to work at in the eighties, and she was going to return the brooch. It's like a big, like it's like a beetle, a, yeah. Right? And she was going to, she was going to return it, but then that was the same day that Mr. Walker fled because he was going to get arrested, so she couldn't. And she was like, "Yeah, it's probably worth twenty five dollars at the at the <laughs> flea market." And Lindsay Lohan, doing her best, Elle Woods explains how. Yeah, it's like a it's a canary diamond, and there's like very few of them even in the world. There's like five in the world. She's like, she's like oh, I'd say it's, it's worth, worth about ten million dollars. To which everyone is like, oh, it's like, what? All right. And she uh, breaks so, down, which her breakdown of what possibly could have happened is enough for them to let Mr. Walker go free. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. It's like we got no confession. No. that this is what happened. We're just like, oh, someone took the money out 
and to and put it in the brooch and then someone left the brooch which begs the question who put the money who stole the money right we still don't really know but she i don't she think it's it up to saying that she thinks mr meanie like cashed out the money bought the diamond and then like made so he could make it look like it was mr walker and that's enough for them to take him away yeah it's still very it's all very fishy yeah it's left open but we find another we have another scene to kind of like more wrap up later i i guess it's maybe a few days later or something Mm -hmm. but miss dawson and lexi are having a conversation Um, where she reveals that mr walker is officially a free man this is also a crazy she's like oh we should like we should bring you in to speak for career day if I was, I'd be like, why is freaking Lexi speaking at our career like, day? You don't have a career. <laughs> she's, she's in my, she's in my chemistry class. <laughs> um, yeah. So they make the front, they make the front page. Oh yeah, they did. Because the puns, the puns in the front page the pun, are very Which funny. probably tells you that it was like, the no post. No substitute for missing. They're like, no substitute for Missy uh-huh. Future. Yeah, so they're in the park, I guess, and Miss Dawson and Lexi are talking, and she's like, maybe you want to be a reporter or a journalist. <laughs> and they're like, or, or an investigator. A and a detective. And Lexi's like, well, my dad says a reporter and detective are one and the same. And, and they're so, having this conversation. And then all of a sudden, Miss Dawson just ends the scene by going, I gotta go. <laughs> You're just like, I gotta go. Orlando's asking me something. And because people love to jump to conclusions, that's all she says. says. She's like, he has to ask me something. And Lexi just goes, wait. Oh my gosh. And cuts to Mr. Walker and Mr. Dawson getting married. How much time passed? But you're telling me Lexi just jumped to the conclusion like, oh. He's asking her to get married. Like, what? Well, he did say he he had to ask her something. I guess. But it's just like, I guess if I was 14, I'd be like, okay, bye. (laughs) And I wouldn't even think. Well, she's not just 14. She's 14 and an investigative journalist. You're you're right. You're right. With a sparkly (laughs) hat to match. So I don't know if you saw this. And I may need you to go watch it right now so I can see your reaction is when it cuts to the wedding one Mr. Dawson is in a like a top hat the craziest a top hat with a coat with a ta- with tail and and I called him Mr. <laughs> it's, Dawson it's okay sure. Mr. Walker's wearing that Ms. Dawson she I think Mr. Goldblum is opening yeah. the doors for them and she walks through the doors and she looks at him up and down and is so startled that he is there. <laughs> like, what is like, going on? She stares dead into his eyes and is just like, <laughs> is that is that supposed to be for like the viewers to remember? Remember, Mr. Goldblum had a thing yeah. for Miss Dawson, and she's like, her character's Which like, why are you begs the wedding? question: like, did they wait a proper amount of time to plan this wedding, or was he like, I don't want to lose you again. Let's get married this weekend. <laughs> I'm sure even more. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's been that much time. And they ride off in a horse and buggy, horse and carriage with with Miss Mr. Walker's mom in tow, and she's like, "I'm getting grand tonight." 
tonight. And we Gabe is filming tonight. and he's in this huge, huge jacket that is way too big for him. He looks silly. And mm-hmm. Lexi in is in a butterfly, like a garb. blue dress with butterflies on it and like a mesh cutout on the top. She's gobbling. It's the final scene. And so she has to look yeah. her best. Um, and then Jack makes a weird <laughs> comment and be like, oh, are you bringing no, he's, paper well, bags he's like, back? I'm excited to be back like, at Millington partially because of you. Yeah. Like, I, were you not going to go to school there again? I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I didn't know you or were you guys not just not there. talked for but a few months because it's summer and he just like doesn't know what else to say to you. His scholarship got renewed. But I didn't know it was in. I didn't know it was about to right. be taken away. And she has a little like paper bag and he's like, or are you bringing paper bags back? And she goes like, uh, get a clue. I went shopping. Earlier in the movie, Jack says he mm-hmm. loves to go bowling. Um, but, and she's like, and Lexi goes, ooh, I hate bowling because you have to wear people's, yeah. other people's shoes. He's like, oh, when you're, if you're a real bowler, you can buy your own shoes. But I just don't have the money for that or something. And what does she buy him bowling at the wedding? Shoes. Some bowling shoes. And then the th- four of them, yeah. they have a little moment. And then they're the having a little moment. They're like the talking street. about going bowling sometime. And Brenda's song is like, ew, I don't want to go. And it's like, maybe we didn't invite you. Maybe it was just for the two of us. But okay. Right. Who no kiss. You? I guess the equivalent of a kiss in this movie is giving someone bowling shoes. <laughs> he got I a guess. kiss on the cheek. So when, yeah, they start walking down the street and Lindsay Lohan is narrating again. And she's like, this crazy life with these crazy friends. Well, the narration comes back after not being there for a while. And it basically ends the movie as, was this just a love letter to New York City? Right. It's like so. <laughs> New York has got to be the coolest city in the world. It has a little bit of everything, be it mystery, intrigue, or good friends. It's all here. And if you can't find it, well, then you just have to get a clue. I got a man, you got something going on now. The narration had nothing yeah, to do with Yeah, and it's so funny that instead of just being like, I have good friends and maybe I love to solve mysteries. So maybe next time I'll get a clue. Like suddenly it's about <laughs> New York. <laughs> New York? Like New York is crazy. Like nothing about she didn't like maybe it would have made sense if at the beginning she goes, hi, I'm Lexi. I live in the greatest yeah. city in the world, New York. Or she's like, wow, I, I can't believe there's well, other no. places in New York besides the place I've, I've been. Or if like New York was more of a through line. But it's not. It's just super yeah. random. It was, that was a, I, I'm glad you had the same reaction. I said, what yeah, is it was this so weird. And they obviously just had to shoehorn in them saying like, well, <laughs> get a clue. Uh, and I got the clue. And I don't know if I wanted to solve the mystery. Um, but before we get into our final thoughts of get a clue, I think it's time for, are you reading Disney Channel? You're reading Disney Channel. All right, you're reading Disney Channel is a segment when we talk about a specific TV show episode or movie. We like to read a scene from it. And since we're talking about the Disney Channel original movie, Get a Clue, we are going to be reading a scene from this movie. So what you need to know about the scene, this is right after Lexi gets uh, questioned by the detectives after Mr. Walker goes missing. And she hears that Miss Dawson is also getting questioned. And it's not really looking too good for her. So her and Jack agree to team up to see if they can figure out what really happened to Mr. Walker. So that's what the scene is. Um, Becca, would you like to be Lexi, played by Lindsay Lohan, or Jack, played by Bug Hall? I'll do 
Jack. Let's see if I can pepper in the New York accent. Okay. And I'll be Lindsay Lohan, just peppering in cool Disney's Disney's cool girl. All right. So I will be playing Lexi. Becca, you will be playing Jack. And like I said, this is us in the hallway, and we are deciding that we need to solve this mystery because no one else is going to. Action. That detective thinks Miss Dawson has something to do with Mr. Walker's disappearance, and it's my fault. Don't flatter yourself. She's the lead suspect without your big mouth. The only thing she is guilty of is loving him. That's definitely a crime. Why can't you tell it like it is? She threatened him. We both heard it. She didn't. She said this school wasn't big enough for the two of them. Besides, she's too petite to murder. Well, didn't you ever hear of Lizzie Borden? Uh, I think I've heard of Dizzy Borden. Look, I don't believe Miss Dawson, M- Miss Dawson killed Mr. Walker. So who did? I don't know. Who said he was murdered? There's no body. They found his car, but no Mr. Walker. Anything could have happened. He could have been taken hostage. Okay, Nancy Drew. I think you've been sleuthing around a little too long. I'm going to get to the bottom of, the- bottom of this. And it's going to be front page news. You don't know the first thing about Mr. Walker. I'm the only one who knows him, much less cares about him. You know, you're right. As much as it pains me to say this, Jack, I think we should team up and investigate this together. (laughs) What's the point of that? Two heads are better than one. If you help me, I know we can crack this case wide open. Are you serious? If you care about Mr. Walker, you have a funny way of showing it. Are you just going to sit back and do nothing? Man, how can someone so selfish make me feel so guilty? It's a gift. And scene. All right, so what did we think of Get a Clue? Get a Lindsay clue. Lohan's really only Disney Channel appearance. You know, really. there's parts of it that are really fun. Um, I like the outfits. I think the like relationships with the kids are fun. The adult acting is hit or miss. The story is interesting, but there's just times, I mean, even you and I, like, with the, there's just so much going on and so much involved that it's just like it's too much sometimes it's hard to keep up with everything even as adults so i can't imagine how they expected a child to keep up with all of the pieces in this movie but overall it's still a lot of fun and i think i mean i'm more nostalgic for the song than the film but it was it was entertaining to watch it wasn't like a boring one Mm -hmm. um but i think i agree with you it was just so confusing um Maybe if they just made it a little more simple, but I don't know how, was this simple? I don't know. But you know, I think, what do you think of this movie mainly is Lindsay Lohan and the crazy fashion. I think that's what people remember the most. And Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I remember. It, it does have a distinctive look, for sure. Like, a lot of Disney Channel movies can kind of blend in together. Um, and I think this one definitely stands out. And if you, you, the world is, the world is its own world. And so I think that's where it, um, shines. Uh, so what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is whenever you think you might need something, just Check in and see if there's a local corner spy shop near you, because you just never know. Mm. Um, I think my Disney Channel lesson is if someone is wearing a brooch, you never know that person could have found it 
in the 80s, and it could be worth $10 million. So true. You never know. Um, <laughs> Becca, if people want to see where you get a clue, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stogner on YouTube, and at my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, which is YGSSG Podcast on the socials. Um, if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. But more importantly, if you want to follow um on social media, this podcast, we're on all the social medias. Just literally type in the Time Stream Podcast, you'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us, like Becca said at the beginning. Uh, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. If you do, we will read it on the next episode and give you the love right back. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify if you're ever so kind. Uh, talk to us on social media. We love talking to each and every one of you. Uh, DM us, tell us, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, tell us what you want to hear, and tell us what you don't want to hear. Because we want everyone to have so much fun listening to this, as we have making it. All right, y'all. Well, July was a lot of fun. And we are going to have some more fun going into August. Because as everybody knows, if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, the first week of August is when I usually get to put in my birthday request of something that I really want to talk about. And I'm ready. I think it's possible that it's going to be a fun app when we record it. It's going to be a sleigh. Get your naked mole wraps ready. But until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Always book your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs>